Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, we are feeling good. I'm doing great. One question, one question only. How are you feeling? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. I'd like to have a cheeseburger. Me too. Let's have a celebratory cheeseburger at 10 a.m. this morning because at that point we've done it. Another week without the leader, without our boss, without our North Star. Damon Amendolara sharing screen grabs now of old baseball cards after IG videos of smoking, I think, salmon or racks or ribs yesterday. Living the great life. Living the life. But it all ends next Monday through Thursday. Then he resumes it next Friday, a summer Friday. Day. Then we're all off for Labor Day Monday. And then, you know, when Pete leaves, you don't have a new Sean still. So let's target October 15th. Let's talk, October 15th, that feels like a good day where like all five full-time employees will be back on the show. Uh, 24. October 24th? No, October 2024. Oh, so we're back into next year. Because yes. that was my original thought. Then I was told, no, 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 we'll, we'll get this done by Labor Day. And now here's Labor Day. And, you know, the birdies around here have been telling me, CBS Sports Radio. Peach dragging his feet. Second interview. Third interview. Can I get a letter of recommendation? Double, triple checking resumes, making sure nobody's fudging the degree they have or their experience somewhere else. That's right. We don't want, we want a George O'Leary situation. Right. He's here. checking heights and weights. He's making sure. He, listen, this is it's called the botcher policy. I need a driver's license. I need a passport. And I need a current utilities bill from your home address. That's how I'll know you're a real person. And Botcher could not deliver on all three of those things. So now everybody has to follow along and it's slowing the process down. So the calendar's a little bit off. I was giving until October of this year. P wants a 13-month extension. Whatever it is, at some point soon, most of us will be where we're supposed to be on this show. And football's here. And away we go. And at some point, too, we'll decide what we're going to do about bits that used to exist. I don't know how we're going to do picks, and we're going to eat food on Friday. I don't know what's going to happen. A bacon ban on a football food of the week. We don't, still don't know those things. But you know us. We're always on time. We're always on the same page. We'll have it all figured out very clearly and calmly and right on schedule for the 2024 football season. That's a live show meeting. 
That's why DA is not here. He's in focus groups right now, figuring out how we can do football food of the week moving forward. Or what Coach Gelb needs to dress as as a punishment at the next Bob's Bar show, which will be at the mock Bob's Bar. We're making a like a almost like a, a TV set of Bob's Bar, so we don't have to bother the actual Bob's Bar anymore. But it's just you open the door and there is just screaming. There's things flying. There was a table of refreshments that's been flipped over. Morty and his tuba are in there just playing a slow dirge in the back corner. What about picks? What do we do? Where's the Wizard of Odds? We get so many questions. Where should he sit? Should, should Pete sit on the right and the new Sean on the left? Should DA switch chairs? Where should Bogish go? Does Cap finally get a microphone? There's a lot of questions. Twitch or YouTube? Thank you. On Twitter right now at CBS Sports Radio, find that Target Demo Friday meme of us as the Entourage Boys. Tell us how you're listening, where you're listening, and what you think Pete needs to know that he missed during his little vacation. That's coming up to close the show. As always, um, I have been challenged, and I have accepted that challenge. I have known this has been a problem when I've been in this seat, leaving enough time for you guys Short Target Demo Fridays, not enough trash Tuesdays or Thursday. Thursdays, my bad. My bad. But Kyle in Arizona has has laid this down, this challenge. In his response to the Target Demo Friday meme, I'm in Lake Havasu City, AZ, connected to the Mothership via the Odyssey app, and I'll be surprised if AB reads more than five Target Demo Fridays. Gotcha. Challenge accepted. I would, not the best strategy, Kyle. Pointed out with an hour to go. Giving me plenty of time now to make sure I've got five, but I've got more than five, buddy. Five. We've got at least six. Five. Counting yours. So stand by. Six. Let's talk soccer for just a second. In case you weren't here, I don't know, about 90 minutes ago, with truth be told, I switched to soccer on the fly because Kevin asked me to wait on Strasburg because we wanted to have the Caserta Mega Strasburg only update. So I use all my soccer material at 7.30 as opposed to 9 a.m., but that's Ridiculous. a long, lots of long time ago. And there is, again, Strasburg 2016 through 18. Caserta has that handled in his 9.20 update. Unfortunately, that's his last update here. So if you stay through... The first hour of Bill Ryder this morning, you'll get Strasburg 2019 through present in that first update for Bill's show from Greg. Spanish soccer is a disaster on top of being the world champs. This blows my mind. They own three different versions of the Women's World Cup right now. U17, U20, and the big one that they won last weekend. And quicker recap than last time, they win on Sunday and this idiot, Luis Rubiales, who's the president of the Spanish Soccer Federation, in the handshake line as players who played and won, despite the bad job that Luis has been doing running the federation, he grabs one of them, Jenny Hermoso, and kisses her on the lips, on the stage, all cameras on them, and then basically all hell breaks loose. And Rubiales has been defending himself, both um, quietly in written sentences, and then on microphones like a lunatic during the week, 
calling us losers and curse words and other things that we can't say on the air, especially because Pete is here, because we dared to criticize and call into question his character. Yesterday, we were told that FIFA had begun official disciplinary hearings. We're going to figure this out. And in lieu of that, this dude was going to resign today. Instead, he walked into this meeting of the Spanish Soccer Council, guns blazing, figuratively speaking, and said, I did nothing wrong. The kiss was consensual, and it was just a peck. It was between friends. I have daughters. I'm a real feminist. I could not have possibly done anything wrong. He continued to then yell about the head coach, who people think should have been fired. Ha-ha, I'm going to give him an extension. This dude went off the rails. He wasn't on them to begin with. He just left them further in the distance. A complete and utter meltdown, breakdown, no accountability, no grasp on reality, and since he did that a little, I guess, you know, again, 90 minutes ago, we've had some version of like a soccer players union, which represents Jenny Hermoso in general, issuing a new statement going, yes, yeah, see, this is what we've been talking about. And I'm paraphrasing here. This guy is a lunatic. He can't have this job anymore. You guys need to understand that now based on what he just did in public on microphones. A Spanish player on the men's side tweeted this morning, I'm done playing for the national team until this is all fixed. This guy wants us to believe that he's an upright adult, a citizen, a gentleman, a feminist, because we're all crazy thinking that he should not have grabbed a player that's not his girlfriend, not his wife, not his anything. The only thing she kind of is is, is his employee He grabbed her and kissed her on the mouth. And then if we weren't sure of the intent of that, he went and said, I want to marry her in Ibiza soon. So the dude's bonkers. And, you know, maybe a sexual predator on a very serious note. And we thought for, I don't know, 16 hours that he would at least got smart enough to go home for the day. Done for the day. I got to go at least had the, the tiny little bit of accountability without maybe accepting any real blame, but just going, I can't do this job anymore. Too many important people in sports, in the Spanish government are mad at me. I got to get out of here. He could have continued to play victim and talked about whatever, and that wasn't that big of a deal. But we thought at least he was going to go home. And instead, he walks into a meeting today, and he starts yelling about how he's right. And I will not resign. She wanted me to kiss. I mean, I can't. Like, I simultaneously want it, can't wait to see this for myself, but wish it never happened. That this guy went, went completely off the reservation this morning, trying to defend himself, trying to say he's not the aggressor, not in the wrong, that he's of sound mind and judgment by screaming at people at a hearing for his job. And we began the week when we talked about it the first time, bringing it just back to sports in general about coaches matter, how, how much do they matter. And as we we learn more about this, all of this is confirmation that those 15 women who put their foot down initially and said, 
do not pick me for this team with this people in charge were 100% right. And I know I think half of that 15 eventually said, listen to somebody and maybe, you know, fell for something hook, line, and sinker about, oh, we're making changes, whatever, put their names back into consideration. Three or four of them then were picked for the team. But it's becoming by the day now more remarkable that this team won the World Cup. They were down between, like, the people who were not playing off of principle and a couple of injuries. They were down four or five, six top players. Their coach is a tyrant. Their coach was, again, making was, was doing bag checks. When they came back from places, they say the staff would go through their bags. That when they were in their hotel room until bedtime, the doors were open so they could see what the girls were doing, or women were doing, excuse me, like they were some kind of, that they couldn't be trusted, that they'd be, I don't, I don't know what, smuggling contraband in the room, looking at their phone when they should be looking at game tape. I don't know what. But there was constant scrutiny, over-the-top kind of observations on top of bad working conditions. Some of the things that we've heard our women's soccer team talk about where it was lackluster travel, buses instead of planes, not getting into host cities in time to truly prep for games. All of these things that should have led to them not being good, to not winning. And they won the damn World Cup in spite of all of that, not because of it. There's no validation in this. Them winning on Sunday does not prove the point by the idiots in charge that they were right for being idiots. All we're seeing now is how bad those people are, how incompetent they are, that more than one person needs to lose his job. And because of all of that, despite all of that, these women still somehow won the World Cup, and they won it beautifully. Beautifully. They played the game the way the game's supposed to be played. They played defense, got goalkeeping, Ball control, beautiful passing, beautiful finishes. Their left back was scoring goals late. I mean, it was just, and I know almost still nothing about soccer, but I knew that was beautiful, and I knew that was something to watch, and I knew they were that dangerous. And they did all of that, even though some of them hate the head coach. The federation was not trying to put them in the best situation to win, and they still won. If I'm the rest of the world, God forbid Spain gets its you-know-what together and actually allows that team to have its full complement of players and in better situations to perform better. What are they going to do then? Never drop a point? Never allow a goal while they win another batch of World Cups? What a story. Another one that should never be a story. And it's just like it's... I, I, it takes me back to my frustration of people celebrating our women's team losing because they have the audacity to complain about things. You just, like, you don't get it. You don't get it. The the crap that women's sports, from top to bottom, put up with. They're always an afterthought. Like, I'm sure people are even angry now that this year, I, I think is the first year, at least I noticed it, that... They're calling it in Williamsport the Little League Baseball World Series because there's also a Little League Softball World Series. Like, it's just it, from some meaningless things like that to the bigger stuff like this, 
like asking these women to, to go win things that matter, that you care about, but but not giving them all of the means to get there because they're women and not men. And that happens across the board. And I know part of it ends up being connected to money that you bring in gets sent back to you. So if one side's bringing in more money than the other, but there's the baseline stuff that's not fair. We, we can't, we still can't be fighting this fight. There should no, there, we should not have gotten to today. This happened with this guy on Sunday and he still has a job today. There never should have been a hearing five days later to figure out what to do with him at which he could go bonkers like this and yell and scream. He should have never had a job by Monday morning. You can't, you just can't do that. And the, I, the flip would certainly not be allowed if there was a, a, a female head of the Spanish Federation or the Argentinian Federation for the last men's World Cup and she planted a kiss on Messi's face after they won, she wouldn't have a job by lunchtime. This guy's still at his job to the point where he could go and defend himself in front of the public today. We just have to get better on these things. Fighting these fights still is infuriating in such a way that there are other things we need to address. There are other important issues out there that needed time and attention and money and stuff like that, and we're still having, like, these day one conversations. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's sad and... It should have been fixed, and it's not, and it's still not fixed in this particular instance in Spain because as far as I know, this guy still has a job, even though now he has doubled down on his terrible behavior from Sunday with more unprofessional, terrible behavior today as he was trying to defend his job and explain why he should not be fired for kissing a pseudo-employee on the face without her consent on the World Cup winning stage. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. On a lighter note, go look at me being Vince from Entourage or Sean Morash kind of sitting on Johnny Drama slash Pat Boyle's shoulder in our Target Demo Friday meme. I need more than five to read to appease Kyle in Arizona. So tell us how you're listening, where you're listening, and what Pete missed while he was gone. The final hour of the DA show chugs along on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Entertaining laughs. <laughs> I mean, it's just imagine hearing that every morning. <laughs> Another pee drop. A DA line. Maybe something funny in an update. And your morning is enhanced by... Dan's giggle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a little more than a half hour left on this Friday morning, Bogus. <laughs> In for DA. Pete, the body's back. Kevin Wall's been here all week. The asset's somewhere to be found. He and Billy had doing their own show out in the newsroom, it feels like. Everyone's trying out. Yeah, I mean, the asset's got open door policy to sit in here, but I, he, I just go out there and he's just... Giggling with Billy Jacques alone. And I get I get giggling with Billy. I would have cho- I'd choose that as well. But I'm a tiny bit insulted. A little bit. I am. I'm very insulted. As you always are. As that soliloquy about Steven Strasberg. When are you not insulted? When was the last time that you were not bothered by something? Uh, when Birth? I was getting the compliment oh. uh earlier today. From oh, that, I could be Paul Heyman uh, to, oh, uh, right. to the asset. So that like thirty second window was a break from your normal. That was, yes. Okay. It was. All right. Went to the zoo yesterday. That was a that was I had no no problems there. That's not what you told me. You told me getting there was a pain in the butt. Well, yeah. I mean the U.S. Open, Ugh. but other than that, it, it was great. Ooh, I get to put tennis scores and updates next week. Oh, yes. All right. And you have another tennis guy here. That's right. Because Boyle is in next week. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, when we get to next week, either Monday or Tuesday, much like Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis, I would think Tuesday's roster cutdown, where teams go all the way from their full training camp roster down to their regular season roster by Tuesday afternoon, and the Colts want Jonathan Taylor done by then, some resolution. I would think the Niners, back of their mind, have the same deadline, but not as hard, I think, as Taylor's is with Trey Lance. And just a couple of extra things, discuss with Matt Hamilton to close out the last hour, but I feel very strongly that Trey Lance is a good gamble. It's hard now to, you can't get too carried away with what Trey Lance can be in the NFL after hearing that Steve Young clip that Caserta had played earlier where Steve was telling us things out of Niners camp that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are not going to tell you, that Trey seems to have struggled to win over the confidence of his teammates, which then hurts his confidence. Trey was pretty beaten up apparently by losing the backup job. They took Tuesday, the timeline's not great here by the Niners. Tuesday, Kyle Shanahan press conference says, we don't know what's going on now with the backup spots. It's definitely feasible that QB two and three kind of switch during the season. I don't know if he meant just based on their performance in practice, if it made if it somehow made sense per opponent, but it was going to be a fluid situation. And there was apparently no real separation between Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. And then Wednesday, Trey Lance walks in and they go, hey, you're QB3. And he's probably rightfully heartbroken. And they let him go home for the day. He wasn't at practice Wednesday. He got the rest of the day off. 
to process. And then yesterday, John Lynch says he handled it great and he's a champ and whatever. He was obviously, you know, disappointed and why wouldn't he be? But in general, he handled it well. And they're going to, Trillins is going to play tonight. All of them are going to play. Purdy's going to start. Then we'll see Darnold. And Trey Lance plays, I'm assuming, to finish the game. Although I, I guess Brandon Allen could play in that preseason game tonight against the Chargers. But Trey's going to go out there auditioning for other people. Something he shouldn't play that he should say, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to get hurt in this game, which means nothing for you. And I'm not going to change minds by throwing for anything against third string defenders. So it's over for him in San Francisco. And clearly the inability to put his, to beat Sam Darnold for the backup spot. And if Steve Young's critique is correct in that he struggled to kind of win hearts and minds almost as the backup guy, you have to, you can't get too carried away with what Trey Lance might be now, but you have to remember that he's 23 years old. He only had one full college football season. And it was a long time ago because they played one year. Then he played uh, you know, a short season or one. I'm trying to remember how many games did they play? Like three, maybe did they, did they show off him? Like, so it, he's still a baby when it comes to knowing the ins and of the position, which is one of the reasons why people didn't necessarily know where to take him in the draft. And those who held the lack of experience against him, obviously had him further down boards and projections and mock drafts, but the Niners take him at number three and he gives them eight starts or eight games, four starts, two wins, five touchdown passes, a finger injury that we didn't know about the major leg injury from a year ago. And they couldn't wait to get Brock Purdy healthy and back out there. And now they can say it's likely to keep him. But why would they keep him? He's A, odds are he's not going to play. B, he makes $9 million. That's a lot for your backup quarterback. It's definitely a lot for your third quarterback. And as Matt Hamilton told you, they've got some cap issues. So any money they can get off that cap is helpful. Here's a solution to do it. So what John Lynch said yesterday was, that it's most likely stays, that's John Lynch calling other GMs and going, hey, you haven't given me enough good good, good offers yet. I'm still listening. We've got told Monday or Tuesday, I guess maybe into the season to a certain extent, I'm listening. you got to be better with what you say. You can't get carried away here. I think a fourth-round pick is the absolute max for him at this point, and I'd pay that. And we've thrown some team names around, but it doesn't matter. Whatever the situation is, if you don't know who your guy is after this year, I'll give you a fourth-round pick and see what I got. No expectations in playing this year. This is about learning. This is about getting your confidence back. This is about me seeing how you can fit in. If you have to play because of injuries, I guess that's a bonus. But otherwise, this is kind of like another redshirt year. And maybe next year we... We take off. He's he's done in San Francisco, but he's not done done. The book is not closed, and I'll ask the next question of Trey Lance. And if it doesn't work out, who cares? I paid a fourth-round pick for him. No big deal. Someone's going to do it, I think, by Tuesday. Maybe it's the Vikings. Maybe it's the Rams. Maybe it's the Bucks. I know the Rams keep coming up, and it keeps coming up, too, that they play in the same division as the Niners. And I understand the immediate pushback on that. But the Niners are picking Brock Purdy over Trey Lance. They don't think that Trey Lance makes them better. So take them, Seattle. We can beat them.
we think we got a better guy. No sweat. And if the and, and if that happens to be the best offer, then absolutely take it. The asset has entered the room. He has ended his current chat with Billy Jacqueline. <laughs> and I said while you were out there, I um tiny bit. Uh-oh. I feel you sitting out there talking to Billy. I feel it. Not a great feeling. What do you mean? I love Billy. But you could have you could have stayed with us longer, but I keep going out there, and you guys are you know giggling, sitting close, and look mm-hmm. at this. Here's this video. You remember that? And let's go get <laughs> breakfast. What's for lunch? And I got to look at Pete for three <laughs> and a half hours. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, very sorry. Do you have more on Steven Strasburg in this update? No, nah, I'm done with him. That's it. That nah, was overkill. I don't know. But I I don't really like hammering certain things into the ground. I don't like uh, what is it belaboring? Is that a word? Yeah, belaboring Beating the point. a dead horse. Yeah, I don't like doing that, and that's not something that we do on this show. Nope. So I'm going to refrain from any Mets references. Steven Strasburg, Kyam hot dogs. What were those old hot dogs that you? Cons. Cons. Yeah. Con. Con. Yeah. Cons. Yes. I always forget that. Um, I never saw a baseball game at Chase Stadium. Are you serious? I saw, because, yeah, I was a Yankee fan growing up. Oh, right. So the one thing I did see at Chase Stadium was a Springsteen concert. Okay. It's the only event I ever saw at Shea. What a wonderful place. It really was. I had a good time that night. What year was that? Oh, boy. I got to think. I was in, was I in high school? And now I have to think if I ever saw a non-Mets game event at Shea Stadium. Oh, five? Oh six, I don't. Pete shaking his head. No, I don't no. think I have. No, I didn't go to any of. There were concerts there as they were closing, right? Billy Joel. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't do any of that. I don't think I ever saw anything. I was. I've been there like for a baseball camp thing in the building without the Mets playing, but I was never there for a non-Mets thing. Now I've seen concerts at City Field, and I've seen. A football game at Yankee Stadium, but no, Shea was always only, Mets only for me. Now, now at the at Giant Stadium, I never saw a football game there. Okay, I only okay. saw Bon Jovi and wrestling. No, and a, and a and a um, I was at a marching band festival for my for my high school. That's riveting. Have we explored that enough? What did you do in the marching band? I played the timpanis. I don't know what that is. In the pit, the the drum pit. Yep. Okay. You're part of the drum line. The auxiliary instruments. All right. But you had like the whole uniform, the high hat. One like year. That? One year I did the drums. I wore the bass drum. Okay. And then the next year I was in the pit where everything was stable. Oh, so you didn't march. I didn't march. I gotcha. Yes. I gotcha. I was in band for one year in school. It was right after we moved to where I grew up. So that was going into fifth grade. I spent one year. And I don't know why nobody changed my mind on this. My parents, who did a pretty good job raising me, really screwed this one up. I played the clarinet for one year, which might be the most pointless instrument you could pick up as a kid. <laughs> like, even the other day, I was thinking about this. Like, Bogus and I love Dave Matthews' band. Do you? Could you name a violinist outside of Boyd Tinsley, the violinist from Dave Matthews' band? Um, I, th- no, but isn't there a, yo, yo, ma? No, 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 no. Like, isn't there a female? Does the, the lady in, 
they exactly. Had, they had to change their name because it was a ve- like ten years after the fact they realized there was like a copyright infringement. Lady Antebellum doesn't she play something when she sings? Yeah, they just became that Antebellum. Right. No, they're now they're Lady A. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. So to answer your question, no. Yeah. That's all, and boy hasn't played the violin for the band in how long? How many years? It's ten. We're in that it's area. Like been ten years. You know, the only violinists, violinists I know are the ones in the Drops of Jupiter song, in the music video. I don't even know what that is. For Train, the band Train. Oh. They have a violin part, and it's in prominently in their music video. But it's all these vagaries. Like, we can't name a person directly by name between the three of us. No. Mm -hmm. And Wall, because Bon Jovi never had a violin part in any of their songs. (laughs) Yeah. I think Bad Medicine had it. All right, here's one. Susie Tyrell plays violin in the E Street Band. So it's two local references, pretty much. That's it. You know, I had a stint with the tuba when I was seven, oh, and then I realized. Then I, I had an affair with the tuba when I was seven. Stint. You can't get any girls when <laughs> when you're playing the tuba. So I tried the guitar, and the first time I played the guitar, I broke all the strings. Yeah, that's when my music career stopped. You Very heavy-handed. No, you can't. That's why I'm still struggling. You broke five guitar strings, six guitar strings with a seven-year-old baby hand. I was about like eight at the time, but yeah. So, you know, you talked this week, Kevin, about how you get hurt often. And <laughs> often it's like before you come in. This week you hurt your toe. You broke your nose one time. Oh, that was a mess. It's like you don't know your own strength or something. Like you're just walking around like a bull in a china shop. You're just breaking stuff. Yeah, I was I was limping on when or what was it, Wednesday or Tuesday? Who breaks guitars? Kevin. Kevin does. And, Kevin I threw it, and I threw it right down the basement stairs, and I never touched it again. Pete Townsend and Kevin. I tried to learn how to, how to play the guitar in high school to impress a girl, and it, none of it went well, the guitar or the girl. I didn't. Well, welcome to my world, Bogus. Yeah. I didn't, nothing broke, though, just my, just my pride, not the actual guitar. <laughs> I broke my pride in, in my guitar and my nose. Um, all right, I've got to read more than five Target Demo Fridays, so I need a lot of time for that. Mm. So it's headlines. Here's the asset. So we love talking about conference realignment since that's been a bigger story in college football than the season rapidly approaching. The Mountain West and American Athletic Conference are licking their chops as the Pac-12 drifts off into the Pacific Ocean. The two commissioners of those conferences are set to deliver expansion presentations in the coming days to officials from Washington State and Oregon State. Here's the pitch. Do you like money? That sounds like a norm bit. <laughs> yeah, they say uh, money doesn't buy happiness, you know. <laughs> but uh, the last time I went to one of those uh, happiness stores, they only took one form of payment, money. <laughs> NBA, you talked about Giannis before. Here are the first public comments from Damian Lillard in a sit-down with Mark J. Spears. It's well documented that there have been a trade request. Is to the Miami Heat. Is there anything that you could say about the trade request? I can say that there, there was, and I would just prefer not to speak on the Trailblazers. Now, I have been super critical of all the trade demands from NBA superstars in particular, but here's a sentiment where I actually agree with Dame. I've always said that I'm loyal to who I am, and I'm going to do what I feel like is the right thing to do. This is the vision I have for myself. This is what I see being fit for me at this at this moment. I'm going to ride that until the wheels fall off. But, you know, anything that I'm a part of, it all has to, to be connected. That's what I'm loyal to. 
And that I can get behind. At okay. least he gives an honest answer. Like, listen, this is what I feel is the right thing to do. He's not giving some bogus answer of, well, you know, I love my teammates. I love the city. I love the organization. He's he's not fluffing it, you know? Like, I give him credit for that. At least he's giving an honest, forthright answer about it. And he was there for 17 years. And he tried. He gave them ample time. Has it been that long? No, but it's close. It's like 11 or 12. Yeah. He's not young. He's I, I guess he's doing it right. I think he should have done it years ago when mm-hmm. he had even more time to go somewhere else and win, but... Here we are, and he's the only problem is if he's, they're still clinging to I've got to be a heat or nothing else, I don't know when he gets his way. Is that all the time we have for the update? No, you've got plenty of time. i got a little bit more? Got, okay. Yeah, you got so nothing comi- two or three minutes, according to Ryan Botcher. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> nothing comical here. Just last night in baseball, the Reds and Diamondbacks were scoreless until the bottom of the seventh. A short time later, Corbin Carroll came up with the D-backs trailing 2-1 in the eighth. Big pitch coming up here on 2-2 two and two to Corbin Carroll. It's on the way. And a fly ball to right. Hit it pretty well. Back of the warning track at the wall. It's gone! Carroll did it. A two-run shot. And he's given the Diamondbacks a lead 3-2. to two. <laughs> And that was the final. You heard it on Diamondbacks Radio with a, uh, a sprinkling of John getting smacked in the head with a foul ball. That's not John. That was a fan in the crowd. Did Did you, by the way, Pete... Did you miss this? This almost happened again? That Justin yes. Turner last week had another foul ball into John's booth at can, Yankee Stadium? Can they close the windows? Maybe they should close no. the windows in the press box? No, you can't. The, the elderly need fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Just got to keep them cold. I got nothing exactly. to say after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. They need to get out and move around. It's good for them. <laughs> it's good for you, Pop. I saw my grandson the other day. He doesn't come see me anymore, Shady Acres. Why? Well, I heard Susan and saying that. the pitch. You know, Justin Turner has this affinity for sending foul balls back this way. The one, two. Ow! <laughs> oh, this is so boring, John. I heard that the other day. It's honestly the most honest thing to come out of that booth in 15 years. Who She's got not fired wrong. for that, John? What's that? Who got fired for that? And are you interviewing for that position? Some someone lower end person got fired. So somebody here working the board, probably. <laughs> and Matt Shortis, who used to be our broadcast engineer. <laughs> we all, we all know Matt too. <laughs> Great guy. Great guy. I've never met him. I just I hear the name all the time. Yeah, he's a good dude. So that's five straight uh, wins for the Diamondbacks. You heard the call on Diamondbacks Radio. Believe it or not, Corbin Carroll's game-winning two-run shot in the eighth, his first home run in 27 days. I'm never going out there, you know, necessarily looking to hit home runs. I think they're more something that happened, um, you know, when my process is going good, going well. um, But, yeah, I I can't lie. I was thinking about hitting one. It's been a little while. Five straight wins for the Diamondbacks. They get are it, ha- Valley Sports West. <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are half a game up on both the Reds and the Giants for that third NL wild. Surprised they can still play music on Valley Sports. <laughs> That's right. Steve Berthium rocking out in the booth. <laughs> Surprised they have microphones on Valley Sports. <laughs> him, him and Brendley hosting Headbangers Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Diamondbacks Baseball. We'll see you for the post game. That's right. <laughs> Just watch this game without any Snap sounds. sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a deep industry joke. Yeah. That's very deep. Valley Sports is broke, folks. <laughs> well, at least we believe. All right.
I think we should go to break. And then the challenge actually happens. Can I read five? Can I leave enough time for five Target Demo Friday reads? Put in the face of Colin Arizona right after this on the DA Show. Even the DA Show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. The epic fail is a montage. The best or worst of Schwartz this week. Extra happy to see you this morning. Very happy to be here. While you're Wasn't he- so happy with those soccer calls, but okay. Do you want to start Trash Tuesday now? No, I probably have something else for later. I just okay. didn't care for them. The Metro cards are all messed up now because now, like, if you, like, you, you get down towards the bottom of, of your Metro card, you could wind up with, you know, 80 cents. Right. Now, what are you going to do with the 80 cents on your Metro card? It's because, always going to be there. Like, can, can you add a funky number to round it up to what you need? I think you're an idiot. I feel like I'm app. never going to get that 80 cents back. Oh, man. I am trashing two employees at the deli near my house. Um, <laughs> they have a, a large Asian chicken salad, and I wanted the smaller one. And they didn't have any of the smaller ones out. So I asked the first person at the desk, can I please get a smaller a no, you can't do that. I'll piss. So the manager hears this argument going on and comes out and said, what's the problem? I'm like, I want an Asian chicken salad, but I don't want the big one. I want the smaller one. Ho, ho, ho. Sports Giants. How lazy could you be? Like, you didn't, you didn't want to just, like, go put a salad together for me? You keep finding these problems. I'll be honest with you. I kind of have a fear of fish. Okay. So I would be terrified. So you hate fish. Botcher hates snakes. So I don't like cats. Am I missing something here? No. In fact, you hit on three things. Ryan Botcher just won his first unofficial parlay. Yeah. He had the three-legged Schwartz update parlay. (laughs) It's not funny. Here's the thing. This is something that people in their early 20s are high school kids. We got two grown 50-year-old men arguing about this. And yes, the other person in the conversation is Schwartz. Oh, yeah. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. He was only here two days this week, Tuesday and Thursday, and all of that happened. He is a content machine. Now it's Target Demo Friday. The meme was us as the entourage crew. All different clues from this week. We asked you, as always, where you're listening, how you're listening, and what did Pete miss while he was gone? At Sauna Life 21, listening from Town, USA, in the land of cheese on the Odyssey app. Pete, aliens are real. Cheese is not yellow. Kristen shot JR. Finkel is Einhorn. You were gone a long time, buddy. It's the Billy Jack Show. One. Carla with a K. Good morning, guys. Listening in Idaho on KTIK 95.3 FM. This is a great meme. Thanks, DA on CBS Quotes. Pete just missed out all these things. Hawks, snakes, guys hiding out, the asset almost coming in when he wasn't scheduled. Glad you're back, Pete the Body. Yet the guys did a fine job this week. Hashtag Target Demo. Man boobs. Two. Jeffrey Branch checking in from Philly via Odyssey as the first week of my two-week vacation winds down. Yo, Pete the Body. What's your stance on players' names on the back of Yankees jerseys? Three. I'd like to have a cheeseburger. Jeremy Coster writes, listening and scorching Fayetteville, Arizona on 92-1. The ticket, 
Pete the Body missed a lot of sports this week. Hashtag zap zap hashtag target demo. I don't like cats. Four. Four. Eli, listening from below Carlisle, PA. Always love the antics. Got to give props to Bogues for holding down the fort. Keep up the good work, guys. Hashtag target demo Friday DA. Anybody else out there wear a sports bra? Five. My favorite currently, Sean Ironman90. Good morning to the crew. Listening on the Odyssey app, doing my Rocky Walk in the mild, humid morning of South Carolina. Pete the Body didn't miss anything. He had his clone in all week. And hey, what's up, Asset? Greg Caserta at Andrew Bogish. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, 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 sweet child of my I hate that Six. one so much. Mm-hmm. Steven and SC listening in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina on CBS Sports Radio. I've got a stat line for Pete the Body. Maybe a Pete versus Did You Know the Braves are 10-3 and three against the Mets this season. I'm the cream of the crop. Yeah, now, I'm talking to you, Jack Tunney. Macho Man Randy Savage was done a disservice at WrestleMania 3. Seven. Multiple follow-ups to that tweet, by the way. And seven. Kyle said we couldn't do five. We did seven. I had more lined up, but we got to go home because in about seven seconds, you're going to hear the goodbye music. The asset is eating. I will be napping in roughly 90 minutes. Pete will be angry at something different. Probably timesheets. Traffic. Traffic in 90 minutes. Kevin Wall's got a Bon Jovi cover band to perform with tonight. (laughs) It's a big weekend. Thanks to everybody who's here today and has been here all week, getting us through another week without DA. He's back on Monday. Cap's back on Monday. The stream's back on Monday. Thanks to Matt Hamilton for joining us today. For Pete, for Kevin, for the asset, for Billy, for everybody. I'm Bogus. Have a great weekend. The mothership disconnects. Giannis Atacumumbo. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.